reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And let's lift up our hands and just speak to God. We want to pray. Thank God for the blessing you have to be in his house. Open your mouth and thank him. Lift your hands and thank him. It's a blessing. It's a privilege. Oh Jesus, it's a privilege. Yes, Remo Shaba, Rekabula Machine. It's a privilege. It is Lord. Rebo Shaba Haranandele. It's a privilege. Kibo Rababa Shindilimni and find yourself in his house. Oh Mashikaba Rababa. It's a blessing. Limbrini Dalababa. Father, we thank you. We thank you. You may be seated, please. Please turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 2. We are going to pray. For the will of God. For the will of God. Acts chapter 2. And verse 4, verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This morning, I believe the Lord wants us to pray for us to be in his perfect will. Amen. The will of God cannot be done by human analysis. Intelligence is not what you need to do the will of God. Sometimes intelligence 
can lead to your death and your destruction. There are people in jail today because of intelligence. The only guarantee you have to be in God's will is the influence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Whatever the Holy Spirit makes you do is what God wants you to do. That is why the Holy Spirit is the agent of God's will. Let me say it again. Whatever the Holy Spirit makes you do is what God wants you to do. Actually, the Holy Spirit is God. So if you want to be in the will of God, you must be sensitive to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Once you can get the Holy Spirit to make you take a step, it means that is what God wants you to do. And you will be in the will of God. And the best place in life for you to be is not Chicago. No. The best place in life for you to live is not Nicaragua or Los Angeles. Johannesburg is not the best place for your life. The best place for your life is called the will of God. Amen. And to get there, you need to be guided there. Actually, that place called the will of God is a place you don't want to go. So the Holy Spirit when we surrender to him, he guides us and takes us to places even our minds cannot even calculate and comprehend and bring us to that place. But the Holy Spirit does it. So we see here, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began. That's all. They began. An activity started in their lives because the Holy Ghost had filled them. If the Holy Ghost had not filled them, they would not have begun. So there are certain things in your life you have not begun. Wow. Which are in the will of God for you, but because you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit, you have not begun. For wow. these ones, they began to speak in tongues. Jesus. Some of you may need to begin to read a book. Yes. Some of you may need to begin to befriend somebody I see. to go somewhere they began oh, you don't understand the English we understand As they started the word began I, don't know, I think it's a big word eh? to begin is quite a big word 
it means to start. So before the Holy Ghost filled them, they had not started speaking in tongues. It was only when the Holy Ghost so so the activity I started speaking in tongues right now. Now, I started because the Holy Ghost filled me. Yes. So is it possible that I should have been speaking in tongues last two weeks, but because the Holy Ghost had not filled me, I was not speaking in tongues. Hey, are there some things you should be doing? Luke chapter 4 verse 1. Look for Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. Once again, the Holy Spirit is leading somebody to a particular place where perhaps he would never have gone but for the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Because see, you need the Holy Ghost to fill you to do some things. I see. Some of you cannot obey announcements in church. Hmm. Announcements in church are meant for you to obey. Yes. But you can't obey because you are not filled with the Holy Spirit. It is possible that Jesus on his own would never have gone to the wilderness. Because you you will see in verse 2 that it wasn't a nice place. Next verse. Being 40 days tempted of the devil. Who wants to go to a place of testing? But the Holy Ghost took him there because the ministry he was going to do for three years he needed to have authority and power over Satan before beginning to do the work. And it was in the wilderness that he had to get that power to show the devil that he cannot lead him at all. Ladies and gentlemen, there are certain things God wants us to do. But you will not do it until the Holy Ghost has filled you. Amen. When you find someone taking a decision, doing something, going somewhere, it is because the Holy Ghost has filled him. So when you look at the person in in amazement, wow, hey, look, it's because you have not been filled. Mm. Yeah. So if you go on and read the Acts, Chapter 2, verse 4, you go down. You realize that they were in a room. As they were praying, there were people outside looking at them through the window. Yes. Always, there are people who are involved and there are those who are admiring. Hey. I see. Elamites, Phrygians, Persians, Different people. Mesopotamians. But the people who had been filled were those who were at the center. Wow. May you be at the center of activity. Amen. So we want to pray this morning 
and say to the Holy Spirit, fill me. Fill me. Look, I will say, this is not just a prayer topic. I believe I am prophetically speaking to someone here. The, go back to Acts 2 verse 4. They were filled and they began. The day the Holy Ghost fills you is the day you begin to do certain things. Amen. If you are not filled, you will not do some things. The Holy Ghost must fill you to go to a book and read it. Yes. The Holy Ghost must fill you to go to a place. He filled Jesus to go to the wilderness. Is it possible there is somewhere you should go that you've not gone only because you've not been filled by the Holy Spirit? Mercy. But Luke 11.13 says, when we pray and ask for the Holy Spirit, the Father is more than willing. And pr- this prayer is for the will of God. Yes. Because perhaps some of us are not doing the will of God because of the Holy Ghost. The more of the Spirit you have in you, the more you do God's will. Stand to your feet. We are lifting up our hands. Luke 11:13. How much more will the heavenly father, your heavenly father, your, 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 your heavenly father, your heavenly father, your father, he's in a hurry to give you not a pregnancy or a job or a car. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is he willing to give you? The Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Without that Holy Spirit, you can't go far. Lift your hands and pray for yourself. Father, fill me. Father, fill me. More of you and less of me. More of you and less of me. More of you and less of me. More of you Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. You begin to do the will of God. The day, the day, the day, the Holy Ghost fills you. Yes. Pray. Fill me, Lord. Holy Ghost, fill me. Fill me, Lord. So that I can begin to do something. We are praying. Fill me. Fill me. Fill me, Holy Ghost. Lift your hands and receive power. We are praying. Rama Mayan Rama 
Holy Ghost, I need more of you. I've been to school. I've been to school. I'm a graduate. I'm a professional. But I need you. I need you, Holy Spirit. Fill me. If Jesus had to be filled, then I suggest to you, you need to be filled. As a believer, if Jesus had to be filled, I suggest that you need to be filled. Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, fill me Holy Spirit, fill me Holy Spirit, fill me Holy Spirit. Fill me, fill me as a student, as a worker, as a teacher, as a nurse, as a carpenter, as a banker, as a seamstress. Fill me, fill me, fill me, Holy Ghost. Fill me, fill me. Everybody lift your hands. Jesus was filled. Jesus was filled. Jesus was filled. The disciples were filled. He can fill you. He can fill you. Fill me. The fact that I have been to school does not mean that I should only be filled with engineering or medicine or carpentry or law. Paul was a lawyer, but he was also filled with the Spirit. Sabalababosha. Rinima. Rinama. 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 Zandelebo. Ramama Yandelebe. Ramama Yande. Ramama Yandama. Yamanama. We are praying. We are praying. Malebo Sata. Look, let me tell you the name of the church is not Bread of Life Cathedral. Mm. That one is a name given to identify, to distinguish one cathedral. So, as soon as you say Bread of Life Cathedral, you know you are talking about Adenta Church. When you say King of Kings Cathedral, you are talking about Timothy. Light of the World Cathedral, Collegono. That's not the name. The spiritual name of this building is a house of prayer. Yes. A house of prayer. Say, my house shall be of all places called a house of prayer. The house of God is a house of prayer. Oh, yes. When you go to a church... When you enter a church building and you are not made to pray, it means you have dropped in, mm. the, in the performance of the will of God. Jesus. Any church building, any service where prayer is not prominent means that there's a departure. It's, it, you, see, you see, we can use the church building even for a bazaar. Oh, yes. I went to a pastor's birthday and they were eating in the church. There were tables in the church. So a church building can be used for many other purposes, which are not the purpose of God. I 
at that moment, the house of God, maybe the house of the pastor, maybe it's, it's, it's some or the house of the denomination. But if it's the house of God, hey, and it's prayer. It's prayer. My house huh. is the house of prayer. Yes. Then Micah will also tell you that the house of God is also a place of teaching. Oh, yes. He said, he shall teach us his ways. Come, let us go up to the mountain of the house of the Lord, for he shall teach us his ways. Too nice. So one of the reasons why this building was put up was for prayer. Oh, yes. For prayer. Yes, 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 yes. So when you are entering here, be very careful not to change the church to something else. That's why we don't have parties here. We don't have bazaars here. It's all outside. I'm not saying that it's wrong to have a party in the church or bazaar, but we, we, we pray here. Yo, yes. Let's try and begin to pray for yourself. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. I'm praying. It's a prayer. It's a ask. Luke 11 13. Ask. 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 Ask him. Pray to him. Ask him. Ask him. Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost. Feel me. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, feel me. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Feel me. Feel me. It's a prayer we are praying. 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 Holy Ghost, feel me. Holy Ghost, feel me. Holy Ghost, feel me. Holy Ghost, feel me. So that I can begin, begin some things. Feel me. Reina mama yandele bezindele bosha. Kebe, 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 kebe. Ramama yandala mama zandala ma. Ramama yandele be yamama yandamama. When we pray that the Holy Ghost should fill us, eh, we are not praying to become fanatics. No. It's not an extreme prayer. It's not a strange prayer. You are only praying so that you will also for once fall into the will of God. Jesus. Without this prayer, you may end up where you don't want to end up. Mercy. Without this prayer, certain important things will never start in your life. The disciples in Acts 2, they began, they began they began. For them, it was praying in the, in the spirit. For Jesus, it was going to the wilderness. 
the day he fills you is the day you do the things which are right. Wow. Until he has filled you, you are just doing trial and error. Your decisions cannot be trusted. If the Holy Ghost is not the one guiding you, if it is money guiding you, Mm. if it is beauty guiding you, Mm. if it is whatever guiding you, you cannot trust it. No. Cannot trust it. The Bible says in the days of Joseph, something happened in Egypt. You won't believe it. You will not believe what happened in the days of Joseph. Do you want to know what happened? Yes. It's frightening. The Bible in King James says, money failed. Money. Egypt experienced like liver failure. You have a liver, but it's not working. You have a kidney, it's not working. Your heart is supposed to be pumping. Your heart has failed. In in the days of Joseph, money failed. My God. Money failed. Wow. Money failure. Those of you who feel money can do everything for you. I'm saying that when the Holy Ghost doesn't fail you, you have dropped in the quality of your life as a Christian. Mercy. You are just guided by where there's a good job, where there's a good contract, where there is this, where the girl is fair, where the girl is dark, where there are cars. And let me just, uh, you, you are a pastor, you only pray for those who have got money, these ones who are in GSS, you do. And mm. all the things are, nothing is important until the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. That's why when he fails you, you have a backup. Yes. When he fails you, you begin. Yes. They began. Some of you must start something. Some of you must start to become shepherds. But I don't blame you. You have not been failed by the Holy Spirit. That's why you cannot even... Since you were born again, you have never won any. There's somebody you have who is in a church, not just here, Apostolic or Presby or Methodist or Anglican or what. There's nobody in, in any church who is there because of you. We are praying again. Lift your hands and let's pray. Fill me, Holy Spirit. Fill me, Holy Spirit. I say, I say to you that when the Holy Ghost fills you, you will begin to do certain things. Yeah. You begin to speak in tongues. Oh, yes. You begin to go to certain yes. places. You begin to do certain things. Yes. Certain activities. Lift your hands and pray. Pa. We are praying. Holy Ghost, fill me. Holy Ghost, fill me. Rabababa go shereberiaka parababa. Aminima maka torobokon mama. Rakaparangeda. Yadoboro <laughs> 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 
somebody came here for oh yes god wants to deliver you from a terrible step you are about to take amen yet because you don't have the holy spirit in you Mm. your decisions are carnal decisions what guides you is non-spiritual things Trust in God with all your heart. Oh, yes. And then he goes on for the specific. He says, lean not. You see, the Bible says, every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Eventually, you will know that God's word is true. Yes. Eventually. Lean not on your own understanding. It means you have understanding. Wow. You are not an idiot. Minister. You are not a fool. You have understanding. But don't trust it. I see. 
That's why we always, when we wake up, we pray and ask the Lord for mercy. Because you are taking steps that are bad steps. This verse is not a scripture to idiots. It is to people who have understanding. Wow. And he said, don't trust how you understand things. Hmm. Beautiful. That's what, and, and as human beings, look, as human beings, wh- what should we do? We will use our understanding, honestly. I mean, as I'm, as I'm going here, I'm, I, I want to go and give something to Michael. I'm not going to bump into, this is a speaker here. I can't walk into it. I'm not a ghost. No. My understanding tells me that there is something here. I must move this way and then turn and begin to climb the steps. But no, that may not be how God wants me to go to the stage. Oh. Wow. Don't trust. We are going to pray again. The Holy Spirit. Make me do what is right. Make me do what is right. Force me. Force me. If you must break my leg, break my leg. Oh, yes. Force me. Force me. Because your leg, you see, if he doesn't break your leg, it will be your leg and your neck and your hand that will be broken. Hey. Mercy. Force me to do your will. Yes. Force me. Yes. That's what brings us to sensitivity. That even if you've been to school, you've done engineering, you need the spirit. He must guide you. The New Living Translation says, don't depend. Don't depend on it. It will fail. It will. L- like money. There's, there's a, like we have heart failure, liver failure. We have seen today that there's money failure. You have money, but you can't do anything. Hey, they had money, but they couldn't purchase. What a time. And there's also understanding failure. Wow. Your understanding will fail you. must lead you to the man you want to marry. Even though you're, as a human being, there must be a type of man who appeals to you. As a human being. I mean, naturally, there's a type. As a man, there's a type of woman who appeals everybody. But beyond it, the Holy Ghost must have a say. Yes. The same New Living Translation, if you go to Acts 16, 7, you see Paul almost made a mistake. Apostle Paul you are some two by four vision you had in your room. Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul. Then coming to the borders of Mysia, they headed north for the province of Bithynia. North. But again, the spirit of Jesus did not allow them to go there. H. Beautiful. Paul. 
is going where he shouldn't go. Is it not possible that you are you are you are far from where you should be? Oh yes. It's possible. And the reason is that you see, and Paul is not an angel. He's a human being. He can make mistakes. In fact, it is in the New, New Living Translation that we see the word even again. Which means that he had made some mistakes earlier. Hmm. Yes. Then they are talking about this one. Again, he said, don't go. Because it is not everywhere you go to preach. Thank you. You don't do crusade by just taking a map and say, we are going here. The Holy Ghost must lead you there. Oh, he yes. said, don't go. No. He was headed northwards. Are, is it possible some of us here are headed northwards, but the real direction of your life is southeastwards? Hey, north was going. But you see, what makes Paul beautiful, what makes Paul great is that it's not because he doesn't make mistakes, but he is full of the Holy Ghost. Oh. To hear the opinion of the Holy Spirit. Mm. In addition to what he, so he himself has, what he wants, but the Holy Ghost also has a voice. Oh yes. But some of you, your life ends where you want to go. There's nothing more that speaks to you. No voice of the Spirit. It's, it's, it's just you. This this place is here. You, you choose. I want to marry. This is slim. This is a jolly plump. This is boxing majesty. And I'm, 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 and I'm into, I, I want, let me say, to have and to hold. So I've got something, I want something big. You choose. Hmm. A man doesn't choose a wife because of his taste. The taste of the Holy Spirit is nicer than your taste. Paul was headed northwards. How many of us here are headed northwards? And as human beings, we will head northwards. I'm not trying to make you into an angel. No. No. If there's banku here and there's red red here, you will eat red red because you are not into banku. Yeah, so, but... Perhaps a day will come you may need to eat banku because the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. Holy Ghost. Is that not what happened to Peter in Acts 10? He was made to eat what he was not used to eating. He saw in a vision things he was not supposed to eat. He said, what is this nasty thing? And the Lord said, eat it. Come on. Come on. So beyond your appetite, hey. God can give you another appetite. Oh, yes. Eat it. Eat. Eat it. Keep teaching. And that defined his entry into the Gentile world. If you have, if you have, he said, there are three men downstairs. Be, be careful how you, how you relate with them. Wherever they say go, follow them. Follow. Can you imagine Peter without this voice? He would have come down and released his dogs. Oh, yes. And the Gentiles. But the Holy Spirit had already prepared him. Hey, I want you to stand to your feet right now. Stand to your feet. I beg you, the rest of your life, eh? Look, you want to pray. Holy Spirit, look. Some of you, 
God will start giving you certain dreams to warn you. To warn you. Me, I've experienced what Peter experienced before. I've experienced it. I've experienced it. I've had visions and dreams showing me people to be very careful of. That when we wake up in the morning and we wear our shirt and trousers, you will never know that this is a person who is dangerous. Mm. I can show you my dream book. Dreams. Clearly. Clearly. Because unless the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you will, you, 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 you will curse your life by somebody who shouldn't be in your life. You bring the person into your life. We are praying and we are saying, Lord, lead me into your will. Yes. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. If I'm going northwards and it's not your will, have mercy on me have and mercy. turn my boat. Turn. Yes. Yes. Force my boat. Force my if you boat. must spoil the boat, spoil the boat. Oh, yes. It's better for it to remain at sea than to go where it shouldn't go. Spoil the boat. Spoil the boat. Father God, I pray. Lead me. Lead me. Lead me. Holy Spirit. Begin to pray right now as we close the prayer time. Just in case I'm doing something that is wrong, have mercy on me and turn my life. Turn my life. Turn it around. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. To hear your voice. To hear your voice. To hear your voice. Pray. It's not about today. As for today, it is fine. It's next year, next week, next four years. What you are doing now, Holy Ghost, lead me. If Paul, Apostle Paul, could make a mistake, then you need to hear the voice of God. Pray. Influence me. Influence me. Influence me. Holy Spirit. 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 Lead me. Force me into the will of God. Force me. Force me. 
I need to be there in the will of God. Pray. Hey, 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 open my eyes. Holy Ghost, heal my blindness. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. Aladesa. Aribedebe. 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 Oh, Jesus. Holy Ghost, we are praying. The house of God is a house of prayer. Holy Ghost, lead me. Holy Spirit, lead me. Holy Spirit, lead me. Holy Spirit, lead me. Holy Ghost, lead me. Jesus, clap your hands and pray now. Places we've been to, that if we had had the Holy Spirit, oh. we would not have been there. Oh. We would not have gone there. Oh. Lord, lift your oh. hands and thank Him for His guidance. Thank you. Thank is you. Is it possible? Thank you. Is it possible? Papalina. The man is doing evangelism. He's not going to steal. He's not choosing a place to do armed robbery. He's going to win souls. Were there no souls in Bithynia? Oh yes. Were there no souls in Bithynia? Yes. But the Holy Spirit said, "Don't go." Don't go. 
Is that girl not a soul? But the Holy Ghost will tell you, don't go near that girl. She's a devil. She's an agent. Don't go near that girl. Zadia. 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 Is he not a soul? The Holy Ghost will say, don't go there. Why can't I marry him? Don't go there. Why can't I marry him? Is he not a believer? Does he not pray in tongues? What is wrong with him? The Holy Ghost will say, don't go there. Daria. Darikada. Lift your hands and, and, and receive some extra sensitivity. Yes. Extra sensitivity. Extra. For your life. Yes. Not for church. No. Oh, no. The Holy Ghost stopped Paul from going to Bithynia. Not because of church. His life was at stake. His life was at stake. His life. My life. It's your own Pakito life that ma. gets better. Pakito the more of Pakito the spirit you, you have, Kele, the more you begin things that you must do. They began to speak in tongues because the Holy Spirit filled them. My friend, my friend, hello, hey, hello, hello. You are a Christian. Yes. You are a Christian. Yes. You are a born again Christian. Don't join your unbeliever no. colleagues. Shabuko. Don't add yourself to them. No. You are born again. Yes. You are born again. Born again. Something must make a difference. Oh, it must tell. Yes. Yes. It must tell. The choir is about to sing. What song do they sing? What song should they sing? Who determines what song they sing? Is it a rehearsal of the heart? I'm a pastor. I'm about to preach. What determines what I say? Which verse should I use? Is Bithynia not a country? Is it not a town? Is it not a village? Is it not a city? Are there no human beings there? He said, don't go there. That's why I said, don't lean on the way you understand things. If I'm about to preach, you give me a Bible. Any, I can preach from Genesis chapter 1 to Revelation. 22 or 20, whatever. Any verse. But I may be speaking nonsense. The Holy Ghost has prepared me to say something. And I'm here just instead of preaching from James, I'm preaching from Obadiah. Mm. Is Obadiah not in the Bible? It is. Is it a cursed book? No. Is it, 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 is it, is it pornography? No. Is Matthew pornography? No. But God may not want you to speak from Matthew. Who chooses what you say? Who chooses where you go? Is it the map? Who chooses which job you do? Is it your certificate? No. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to lead you. Help me. This prayer may deliver somebody. Yes. Is he not a Christian? 
Is she not a believer? Does she not sing? Why can't I marry her? And many people just go ahead without any caution. They throw any caution they have to the wind and just go. Money guides them. They just move. Lift your hands and say, Holy Ghost, lead me. Beyond the type of size I want to marry. Speak to me or speak to me. Guide my movement. Every day, my choices, the words. Lift your hands and pray as we end this prayer time. Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Please put your hands together for the Lord. Wow. What a powerful time of prayer. Amen. Please put your hands together. Let's welcome the choir to bless us with a song. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, please put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Bible says that the harvest truly is plenteous. But the laborers are few. Hallelujah. But today you and I are going to be recruited into going to win souls into the kingdom of the Lord. Hallelujah. So join us as we sing Field of Souls. Amen.
Shouts the gospel in the street for everyone to hear. Oh yeah, and he spoke to everyone he meets, and the word is loud and clear. Psalm 26 verse 7 says that that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Amen. Anytime you hear about testimonies, 
it is the telling of God's wondrous works. Amen. So this afternoon or this morning, I'm excited because there are many wonderful testimonies in the house. If you're excited as I am, put your hands together for Jesus. And let's welcome our Auntie Cecilia from the Safe Church to share a powerful testimony. Put your hands together. Oh, put your hands together. She's coming. Put your hands together. Wow. Put your hands together for her. Amen. Wow. God bless you. And Celia, you are welcome. Thank you. Please, what's your testimony? My testimony is about God giving me a financial breakthrough. Hey! Her testimony is about God giving her a financial breakthrough. And it is happening to you right now in the name of Jesus. See, whether you are the president of Ghana or uh, president of America, we all need financial breakthrough. So this is why it is free for all. Receive your own. Amen. Wow. What has the Lord done for you? Um, How did it happen? It happened when a brother promised to give me some money. Wow. Uh, once our bishop was preaching at Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. About receiving Dallas. Wow. About about receiving a thousand Dallas. Ish. <laughs> Hello. Hi. So when you came to church, Bishop prophesied that there's somebody here who is going to receive some money. So when Bishop prophesied, what happened? Bishop prophesies always. I used to sit here. So I felt something in me and I couldn't stand. Wow. So uh, some ladies were sitting by me. They put me on the chair not to fall. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so <laughs> put your hands together for Jesus. So after the power of God hit you, what happened? How did you receive your breakthrough? So after the power of God touching me, a brother in a foreign land called me and promised to give me some amount of money. Wow. And it was thousand. Eight. Wow. In a foreign currency. In a foreign currency. Wow. Bishop said thousand dollars. I received a thousand, but it was more than dollars. Hey! Are you still sitting there? She, she had a prophecy. Bishop prophesied a thousand dollars. The power of God hit her, and she received more than that. You are also receiving your miracle. Receive it! Wow! Amen. Amen. In the house of God, and you are asked to do something, please do it with your whole heart. Wow. Amen. Amen. So the your the brother promised to give you a thousand whatever amount, more than a thousand dollars. The brother promised me, so I, 
the money wasn't coming mm. and i called the man that oh please i'm in need of money so can you send me something small hey before the thousand comes mm. hey never what a shock hey are you enjoying the testimony already Abroad, wait, wait, wait. Hey. Said so so. I kept on waiting, praying and waiting, not doubting. And after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, wow. Uh, that was Good Friday. The man came from abroad. Wow. And called me. And said, I'm in with your money. Wow. Hey! He's in with your money. Yes. Wow. But I'm going to Kumasi and come before give the money to you. I said, hey, this money is keeping long. Wow. Hey, this money is keeping long. So I kept on waiting. You know, waiting is not an easy thing, no. Hey, hey, the thing is here. Receive a waiting spirit. Receive a waiting anointing. The Bible says, They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Receive your waiting anointing. So, so my children went to the man and they received this. And I said, Hey, this money is going to be subtracted though because, ah, ah, okay, you say I should wait. So he went to Kumasi and came. And I went to him and he gave me the thousand. Wow. It was brand new. Hey! It is happening to you. You are receiving a brand new thousand dollars, thousand pounds, thousand euros. You are receiving. God is good. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. My kitchen too gave me plantain and cocoa. I'm free. Hey, put your hands together. After the thousand, her kitchen was filled, and you are sitting down. God is filling your kitchen with cocoa, with plantain, with cocoa, with fish, with coffee, with my money. Receive it. I said, receive it. Wow. Do you believe it? I am reading the last testimony. I think today God is into thousands. This prophecy happened during the Ben MP service, the first Ben MP service we had. I read, Bishop prophesied about receiving thousand dollars. Bishop's prophecy came through for me. I really received that prophecy with all my faith because I was badly in need of the money to sort out many things and fulfill my Healing Jesus campaign pledge. That is the Ben MP pledge. I wasn't expecting it from that source, but it was a family member who provided it. Bishop said, it would come from someone 
close. I received two messages by SMS and WhatsApp at 12.28 midnight on Tuesday morning saying, please see me this morning before going to the office. Thanks. I thought there must be some sort of trouble because the person wanted to make sure I did not miss the message. Hence, the text and the WhatsApp. I went in the morning only to be given a gift of 5,000 Ghana cities. It was an unexpected surprise and I was thrilled. You are also about to be thrilled. You are about to receive an unexpected surprise. Receive it. He said, later on in the day, I saw the rate of the dollar at 4.46 CDs. Then, when I realized that God had given me CDs, then I realized that God had given me CDs to the tune of $1,000 plus Tara. Did you just hear that? She received 5,000 Ghana CD. The exchange rate was 4.6. Meaning she got more than $1,000 plus Zara. And you are sitting there. What God is about to give you will be more than 1,000 CDs. Your expectations will be met overboard. Receive it. Say it is for me. Say before the weekend, me to my own is coming. It says, I really thank God for his divine provision through the prophetic word of our Bishop Edwin Morkanogo. God continue bless and uphold you. I urge us all in the NCT service to let our faith arise. You can name it, take it, and claim it by faith. And it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that is happening practically to you. Receive your testimony in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus as we welcome our sister Enam.
chapter 4 verse 10 as every man hath received the gift even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God hallelujah I am very excited this morning by the grace of God that God has blessed us with a man who is a good steward of the manifold grace of God. He is the shepherd of our souls. He is not just the shepherd, he's also the pastor of many lives across many nations. And I am excited this morning to introduce to you one of God's anointed servants with many gifts. He's an evangelist, he's a pastor, he's a teacher, he operates in the prophetic gift and anointing, he's an apostle planting many churches and percentages. If you are excited as I am, stand to your feet, put your hearts together, and with a shout, let us welcome Bishop Edwin Morgan. to be in church today do you believe God is touching your life how many of you believe that God is also giving you your own testimony and clap your hands for Jesus that hand clap is bringing a blessing into your life something powerful is entering your life that is what happens to us in the house of God receive your own your own Rejoice over your own. Clap your hands for your own. Father, we thank you for the privilege to be in church. Thank you for what you are about to do in our lives. Touch us. 
in a mighty and in a powerful way. We will never be the same again. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to welcome you today to our second Ben MP service. Beautiful, exciting, nice, and mood changing. That is how God must find you. God must find you beautiful. God must find you exciting. Don't allow it. Don't allow anything that would prevent God from finding you beautiful. You must look beautiful to God. You must look exciting to God. You must look nice to God. And when God sees you, his mood must change. Yes. You can change God's mood. You can determine the mood in heaven. Second Corinthians chapter 11 teaches us something very important. Verse 1. Would to God you could bear with me a letter in my folly. That is, even in my mistake, I wish that you would bear with me in my folly. And indeed, bear with me. Verse 2. For I am jealous over you. That's, that's really how a pastor feels about his church, his members. So a real pastor, when he finds his member, you know, in a certain relationship with some pastor somewhere, he, he feels jealous. It's not because he wants money from him or his house or whatever, but it, 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 it's, it, it's a feeling you won't, you won't understand until you are a pastor. He said, I am jealous over you. With godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you 
as a chaste virgin to Christ. The work of a pastor. Can I have the American Standard Bible? Some New Living Translation. So I'm jealous for you with the jealousy of God Himself. I promised you as a pure bride to one husband. I have already promised like a father can promise a businessman that he will give him his daughter in exchange for a contract. But this is not the type of father we are talking about. He said, I have promised to give you as a pure bride to Christ. So, a church, Paul later would say that we are the bride of Christ. That is who we are. A church is somebody's wife. On earth, I know your husband is Mr. Ayifli. But you are also somebody's wife. So that is where we are starting from. Today is marriage. Last week also was marriage. And as a wife, you must be beautiful to your husband. You must be exciting to your husband. It's amazing that there are some girls when they had boyfriends they were making themselves beautiful for the boyfriend. <laughs> Exciting to the boyfriend. He did all sorts of things to you and didn't marry you. Then somebody, another man, came and put a ring on your finger. Hey, I'm a boy. But today is marriage time.
I don't know how to preach. The things are a lot in my head, in my spirit. You, 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 must, you must be very careful. Otherwise, you will be irrelevant. You will be rejected. Among all the things we are talking about as a church, heaven, hell, Bible, Holy Ghost. There is also something that must be discussed. That you are a wife. You are a wife. Even whether you are a man or whatever, you are a wife. The church is a wife. The church is a wife. So a pastor of a church must always make sure that the church is a nice wife. A pastor of a church has just been given the chance to take care of somebody's wife. And he has to make sure that the, the wife, when the husband comes, the wife is looking beautiful. The wife is looking exciting. The wife is looking nice. And the wife is able to change the mood of the husband. Look, there are a lot of things that are in your prayer book. That are unfortunate. Yeah. There are a lot of things. There are certain prayers you are praying. It's shameful that somebody's wife should be praying such a prayer. God's wife. It's a shame. It's a shame. When you find somebody's wife begging for something, needing something, not having something, it's an unfortunate marriage she has entered. It's an unfortunate marriage. And sometimes it's because the woman herself has not made herself a proper wife. That's why she lacks certain things. That's why she, yes. Whether you like the message or not, it's up to you. Ah, can, you, can you imagine that God has called me to please somebody like you? Who are you? <laughs> oh, relax and just listen to the message and go home. Can you, can, can you believe it? 24 years he has anointed me with oil only for me to please somebody like you. Abba. It's, it's so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> when I come to your prayer book as a wife and I see certain prayers you are praying, it shows that you are in a bad marriage. Yeah. Either you are married to the wrong man, an idiot, or you yourself are an idiot, 
or both of you are idiots. <laughs> Two idiots. Oh, I'm telling you, a wife, a wife, proper wife, shouldn't, shouldn't, have, shouldn't be begging for some things. I mean, your husband is rich and you are begging for money. Yes, there must be a problem in the house. You can beg for anointing oil or some, not, not money. <laughs> your, your husband is a farmer. He farms yams and you are in town begging cucumber boys for yams. <laughs> your husband is a yam farmer. <laughs> it means that you are not a proper, you see, a proper wife it's beautiful to a husband. It's exciting to a husband. It's nice to a husband. Me, honestly, I am, I am, I am always asking, my, does God find me beautiful? Is it because what, if, if you want to be say beautiful, depending on the type of man, a woman is beautiful or not. There are some men who likes bony girls. There are some, yes, a slim, bony, I mean, lanky. Because there's a reason. I can't, it's not everything I can share here. There's a reason why a man likes a certain type of very lean. Very lean. For a, for a specific reason. Some also like, you know, Jolly plump. Jolly plump. With, you know, in marriage you say to have and to hold. So you can have something, but you can't hold it. That's why some men prefer buxom majesty. Yes, buxom majesty. I mean, something like, you know, airbags. With feelings in it. Because there are airbags without feelings. I've sat in cars. They, they will write. Repair airbags. <laughs> the, the airbag needs There's something wrong with the airbag. It's due for repairs. Can you imagine your wife is due for repairs? But let's get back. When you are not beautiful to God, you don't, you lack a lot of things. You don't please God. He turns away from you and looks for somebody else. And last week we saw how to be beautiful to God. Romans 10 verse 15 How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel! So a, a, a gospel preaching church is beautiful to God. 
a gospel preaching church a church that goes out to have crusades is beautiful to God how beautiful God makes them beautiful at the feet of them that preach are you aware that most people the ugliest part of them their body is the feet the most smelly part of most people is the feet if they remove the shoes they are wearing now the socks now the feet that the most smelly nasty looking a lot of people you can look at a person's arms and skin and look at the feet wrinkled the, the, the feet are like claws but they have gathered them and put them in a shoe <laughs> if you think I'm lying you look at, inspect your own shoe compare your, the skin of your feet to your face some of you your, your face is fair but your feet are black so God takes the ugliest part of your life and beautifies it if God can make your feet beautiful can you imagine what he would do to your face or your arms if he can make your feet beautiful he finds you beautiful and he makes you beautiful today I'm talking about exciting Because in marriage, there must be excitement. There must be excitement in marriage. Excitement is not niceness. A lot of marriages are just made up of polite husband and wife. Yes. Polite. When the husband is talking to the wife, she will say, please. And the wife will say, oh, please. Yes, yes, please. All right. Okay, I'll see you. Nice. There are many marriages, there are no quarrels in them. A lot of marriages don't have quarrels. They are just a a state of equilibrium. (laughs) Yeah. They are in a state of equilibrium. You never hear they have fought. The man has hit the wife. The woman has beaten the husband. Never. It's a state of equilibrium. Homeostasis. It's good. And most of such marriages, there is no sex in it. You see, when I talk, two, two pastors, last week, two weeks ago, I asked a pastor, when was the last time you had sex with your wife? He said, he smiled. He said, well, it's twice. I said, I said the last, twice what? He said, twice what? I said, when was the last time? He said, honestly, I don't remember, but we've, we've had sex twice this year. And that was ending of April. Four months. Twice. 
which some people are able to clear one morning. I'm preaching the gospel. If you think I'm talking about something else, then you are in the wrong service. I'm preaching the gospel to you. Listen to me carefully. Please sit down. Please sit down. Yes. The twice in four months is somebody's daily bread. I want to remind you that you are somebody's wife. And the few lawyers here, I don't know if there's any pocket lawyers here, they will tell you that there is no... You see, some women are so much into, like, food, like cooking. Look, we don't use cooking to marry. We don't use cooking. It, 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 it's, it's even in Ghana, you know, West, I think, West, I think so, West Africa. A lot of countries, they don't eat at home. They eat at, do you remember a country? I've been to one, but I, I forgot it. India is one, but there's an African country. They, they, they don't eat. Uh, yes, M- Mozambique, I think, or Namibia. I, I forget, but they don't eat at home. So a wife doesn't need to cook. No, no, not a Ghanaian wife. You, you sit there. <laughs> You don't cook and see. You take your chop box back to your mother's house. You don't cook and see. Here in our culture, we cook. I'm just saying that cooking, making food is not a prerequisite. It's not a requirement, a pre-requirement for a marriage to happen. There is, among the beautiful, you don't need to be beautiful to make a marriage happen. You can't take a man to court and say that he is not beautiful, the man is not handsome, so you are divorcing him. I don't know. Maybe there, there may be, but I, 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 it's, it's madness to me. But your wife is not beautiful. Among the four things, one thing that you cannot have marriage without, without it, there's no marriage, is excitement. There can be marriage without beauty. A lot of women change. How you were before the husband married you, or the man also, how you were before your wife. A lot of people, we've just accepted some things, that's all. Yeah. He married you, you were, you were like some nice guy, you know, when you dress, you know, that that's my man, baby. Now, now you are pregnant. You're kind of... But what should the wife do? She should divorce you. No. 
It does manage it's, it's fine. You change. Ah, but you are laughing at us. You too, don't you have a pot belly? The woman, don't you have pot belly? That you have used cloth to tie. Yeah. Listen to me, please. When there is no excitement in marriage, it means it is spoiling. What makes a marriage a marriage? It's excitement. Without it, we are going to court. Yeah. We are going to court. (laughs) We can go to court on the basis of the absence of excitement. Yes. But they don't use the word excitement in court. No lawyer will stand in front of a judge and say, my wife says that she's not excited. What you hear the lawyer saying, that they will use the word, the marriage has not been consummated. In plain English, it means that the two people, this marriage is, 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 is nullified on the basis that they have not had sex. Because when you are, see, what makes a marriage a marriage is sex. Not feeding. Not sporting. Without sex, there is no marriage. And to have sex, you need excitement. That is why you cannot take beauty to the, to, but you can take excitement can be drawn from beauty. But it is excitement we need for the marriage. That is what God is looking for. There can be no sex between a husband and wife if there's no excitement. That's why excitement is very necessary. Uh, Unless, of course, there's extreme deprivation, extreme hunger, that any rubbish can excite you. But on a normal day, to have sex, I'm speaking English. There must be, I'm talking about how we must be to God as a church. As his wife. That he, we must excite him. Otherwise, there's no marriage. We must excite our husband. Otherwise, we will be divorced. 
because what makes a marriage, I don't know whether it is an earthly law, whether it is also in heaven. But if there is no sex in the marriage, there is no marriage. And to have sex, you need an erection. And to have an erection, you need excitement. Luke chapter 15. Excitement. Verse 11. A certain man had two sons. There must not be divorce. Let's pray that there will be no divorce. Let's pray that there will be no divorce. Let's always hope that by the time when we are dying, like I tell some I say, when you are dying, the woman who must stand by you as your wife should not be another woman. Unless she is dead. But if she is alive in town, she must be the one standing by your body as a wife. And one of the things that ends a marriage, legally speaking, is no consummation. And for it to happen, man had two sons. We know the story. How he went far. 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 I'm ending now. Far. From the father. Travel to a far country. Now, that is the state. That makes a father a husband a wife unhappy. Distance. Distance in a marriage destroys a marriage. And the distance is sometimes not geographical or positional, but sometimes it is emotional that you are with the woman in the house, but you are like you are in Kuala Lumpur and you are in Czechoslovakia. Distance. You are lying on the same bed, but you are 10,000 kilometers apart. He went to a far country. And the father got broken hearted. When a father gives birth to a son, and the son goes far, he gets broken hearted. It's a father-son relationship. It's the same as husband-wife relationship. It's the same as God-church relationship. Excitement. What is it that causes our husband, God, to be excited? What is it? What is it that will cause God? Is it praise and worship? Then let's do it. Is it tithes? Let's pay tithes. What is it? We need to find out what causes excitement in our father. What is it? So the boy destroyed himself, played with harlots, fooled around. He had nothing. And the, the worst of it was that nobody even gave him anything to eat. So he was forced to work in a place where they took care of pigs. That's a different message I'll, I'll preach later on. 
by the grace of God. So, it was while he was feeding the pigs that he realized that, no, what I'm doing is wrong. I shouldn't live like this. So the Bible says that, he said, I'm going back to my father. And truly, he arose. Now, that's where the story starts. That's where the story starts. When he was a great way off, like he's in Man- the father is in Mante Farms, and the boy has appeared from Zongo Junction. Great way. It's here. Yeah, this is the English. Great distance of his father saw him. For this thing to happen, a great way of his father saw him. A great way of his father saw him. A great way of his father saw him means that the father was constantly looking through the window to see if the boy would there be a speck, a speck of life appearing in the horizon. Every day, he would, he would go to the veranda and, 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 and crane his neck and see, is there any sign? He will call. The man at Zongo Junction, have you seen my son coming towards home? While he was a great way off, the Bible says his father saw him. What a word. What a word. What a word. Um, my sister, yes, please sit there. I'm not looking at dresses today. The father saw him. And the first thing, see, I'm talking about marriage. Father, son, married, you need feelings, excitement to have an erection which you can use to have sex which will make a marriage a marriage. Without sex, there's no marriage. Ah, Then I'm married to all these big women here. That's my wife. That's my wife. That's my wife. Please wave. Wives, wave. 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 These are all my wives. If if you don't need sex, then please wave. Stand up and wave. Wave, wives, wave, wives. Yes! If, the, if we don't need to have sex, then these are my wives. But unfortunately, what makes a wife a wife is not just the signing. You can sign and we can remove the signature because it is excitement to have sex. You can sit down. And this is where you see the first introduction of excitement is a feeling called compassion. A feeling called compassion. You see, you may... It's not really excitement. Compassion is not excitement. But it's, it, it, you see, it's like uh, when you go to Burundi, you see some small river, some small water puddle somewhere, whatever. It's the beginning of River Nile. It is also River Nile. Some small, some small tributaries, something small. But it's the River Nile. The River Nile, which is which in Egypt is like the sea. That's it there in Burundi. Kalimo Shata. Compassion is not excitement, but it's the beginning. I mean, it's like 
a feeling towards someone. A feeling towards so suddenly the man a word is introduced. Why? Because something is about to happen. Something that is not happening in the house normally is about to happen today. You see, that, that is also one of the causes of excitement in marriage. The excitement that leads to erections that lead to having sex is that some something new. Yes. I'm happy I can preach this as a man. Something new. Anything that cause there are many things that cause excitement. One of them is something new. That you are with something older. Then one day you see something new. Yeah. So you see somebody, he can have his have sex with his wife for one year, but he can have sex with a house help for two seconds. Because it's it's not it's not it's not about dress or once it's new. So the elder brother is in the house. He goes to the farm. He brings yams. He goes to the farm. He brings things. It's, it's, it's all normal daily activity. Normal, normal. Then suddenly one day, the boy is appearing. Something new. And you, you see it. You see it soon. Something the father doesn't see in the house. That's why if you are a wife and you want not, not, not every woman who is married wants a marriage. No, 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 no. Not every woman who is married wants a marriage. There are many women who are married who look down on marriage. Marriage is not important to them. I know personally marriages that exist because of something else, not because of, of some arrangement, something that so it must exist. Yeah. But I'm speaking to the women who are married and want marriage. That make yourself new. Yes. Do something new in my life. <laughs> you want God to do something new in your useless life. You don't want to do something new in God's life. God also is looking for something new. I said, God is also looking for something new. He is tired of praise and worship. He is tired of all night. He is tired of preaching. He wants something new. And what is that something new? When a sinner walks through the door and gives his life to Christ, there is excitement in heaven. The angels rejoice. The angels. The Bible tells us. Jesus tells us. The angels. They rejoice. Over one sinner. Who repents. Oh, don't worry. No, some unimportant person is sitting by the computer who doesn't know the Bible. But sit down, I'm telling you something. There are many ways you can make yourself unimportant. One of them is this type of behavior. One. One person. 
who turns around causes angels heaven to rejoice shouting and when you ask ah but this place was quiet why is there shouting now why is there shouting now something new is happening on earth ah what do you mean was the people not paying tithes were they not going to church they were going to church but we, we, we want something new it is in God and it's also in a man it's also in a woman a woman also wants something new not every day copium he wants something one day she'll come home and there's something or you, you know something something different are the ladies listening to me or I'm speaking because most women are married to bushmen bushmen some of the men sitting here in this service are bushmen without any clue about how to take care of a woman not every man you see who is wearing a ring is correct I'm preaching The father began to be excited. But you don't see excitement. You see a, a gentle feeling called compassion. Why? Because somebody who was lost is coming home. Now, we move from compassion to activity. Yeah, we move. Then The next thing you see is a man a man, a grown-up man with a big stomach is running, running. That's excitement, running. Feelings to actions. He ran. Zamula Katebaya. Randa Babaja Baba. Rama Baba. I told the wife recently, I said, I said, sometimes run around. Let your husband chase you in the bedroom. My God. Run. Run for your life. When they say run for your life, it means two things. One means run for your life. That is escape because you can preserve your life. And run for your life also means that run and bring life. Excitement. I'm talking about excitement. Yes. Hey, tell you mercy the bishop says run small Abba. every day is stationary lying down like Jesus crucify me are you Jesus tell, tell her I said it either is it not mercy Run. I'm talking excited. Excitement. It's like <laughs> your wife goes under the bed and you are chasing her. She goes behind her. It's just excitement. 
you are like some two elephants in the forest. Receive excitement in your life. Receive excitement in your life. I'm prophesying excitement into somebody here who is not married though. But in 10 years time, there will still be excitement. In 20 years time, receive it in your home. He ran. You are seeing now. Something is causing a man who is normally cool. Who doesn't talk. Most fathers don't speak in the house. Most homes is the woman. Hey, yeah, hey, friend, hey, hey. But the man, hardly. Hardly. I've told you, most houses, there's no quarrel. So. Quarreling. It's some time ago that it begins to quarrel. Rarely. Quarrel that. Oh, you are a fool. Your mother, you stupid man. If it happens, then maybe a new set of demons were deployed. But normally, gentle, nice. But it doesn't take niceness to marry. It takes excitement to marry. You don't use, use nice. If it is niceness, then all those people are my wives. He ran. There was activity. You see, running represents a movement. Movement. That's as you are standing somewhere. If I'm standing here now and say, Bishop, run, it means that you are asking me not to remain where I'm standing. I, I move. I move. I mean, I just run. I move. We need to see movement. In the bedroom, move. Move. I'm preaching the Bible. I know many women are cursing me here by talking. And any curse, any curse is coming back to you ten times. So keep cursing. You, you won't be the first person to curse me. I've been cursed many times. I'm standing here preaching to you. So keep cursing me. I'm saying move. And some of you men also must move. It's the father who moved. You to move. You come with tutorials. Your mouth like tutorials. <laughs> Excitement is now coming into a marriage, into a relationship. Why? Because something that was not there is happening live. This is a, this is a live CNN feed. And he fell on his neck. And kissed him. Yes. Kissing is one of the sources and causes and effects. It's both a cause and an effect of excitement. Most marriages, there's no kissing. This is a burnt MP service. But I need to let you understand how marriages and how God also wants to feel about you. He wants to kiss you. Kissing your wife is very different from falling on her neck and kissing. I should explain. <laughs> Foolish boy. When you fall on the neck and you are kissing, it's a, it, 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 it constitutes 
a sense of abandonment. I now understand. I can kiss you like this, but when I fall on your neck and I'm kissing, it's a different type of kiss. Shakatabayan Galaba. Take it home. Excitement. Excitement. Excitement is necessary in a relationship. Excitement. Once there's marriage, we need excitement. Enough of niceness. Enough of politeness. Enough of politeness. Our secretaries are also polite. Her boss is also polite. He fell on his neck and kissed her and kissed her. And the boy began. Please, I need to finish preaching. When you stand up, I'm not able to preach. The son said to the father, Father, I've sinned against heaven and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Then he said, Make me as one um, of your hired servants. But the father didn't mind him. You see, because go back. You see, I'm not worthy to be called thy son. That's all. I'm not ready to be called thy son. This is how to be restored. Anytime you want a relationship to be restored, you must seek to be placed at a lower level. You don't come back into a relationship you have abandoned and want to be placed at the level you were when you left it. When you leave as a son, you come back as a servant, then you work your way up as a son. father didn't mind him because all the father wanted to see was an attitude of humility so the father said I, I can see that now you are thinking correctly yeah. because you'd have come and say where's my room I've come back where's the car who's sleeping in my room where's the car where's the car that is it's like an attitude of haughtiness but when he came he said look I'm not worthy you know I, I, I don't deserve to be your husband I've destroyed this marriage. I don't deserve to be anything you want to say. Just say, if I must be your your houseboy, just let's just marry. Let's just marry. We're time things. I'm I'm sorry. I don't deserve to be your husband. But you don't come back. Uh, uh, Lie down. Turn. Hey, move. Hey, who is teaching you these things? Restoration. One principle of restoration is that restoration is always at a lower level. So the father said, enough. Then to show excitement, the man said, which, which, which you can tell in marriage. You can tell how exciting a marriage is by how the woman dresses. Not in town, but at home. As for town, we can see your wake. Yes. I went to some, a, a, a couple, two pastors actually, in this church. Two pastors in, the, in, the, in this church. And I went to their house down the road. I saw the husband, he welcomed me nicely. You know. Then somebody came to me and said, can I offer you water? 
I said, oh, I would like, I'm very thirsty. But I didn't notice that she was my church member. When she turned and was going, and she said something to her son, Ronald or Donald or something. That's <laughs> ah. Because when she came, I saw her the day before in the church. She had nice hair, a pretty whatever. When she came, it was like her head was like a granite. And the, uh, the hair had been woven like, like a mosquito coil. Like that. Like that. She didn't even bother to cover it with a scarf. Just, ah, but, are there mosquitoes here? <laughs> then I realized that it's the hair which has been woven and braided. And then there's something up here like that. Like, do you know Tintin? Tintin. Yeah. Tintin. There's something like that. Then the mosquito coil. As soon as I saw her, I realized that all is not well in the house. He said, Bring forth the best robe. You see, when a man is excited, he brings out the best. When you excite God, he gives you his best. The best robe. You can tell excitement by even how a pastor likes his work. By how he dresses. Yeah, you can tell how he's enjoy, how he enjoys what he's doing by how he is. That's why when you see the prophets, the prophets, you see that yes, he, he's he, mommy. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Is it yellow, yellow? Is it pink, pink? Is it yellow, pink? Is it green, green? Is it purple? Is it is it is it mulberry? What what are you talking about? Is it white, white? How how you dress? Not in town, but in the house. When you are counseling your daughter, tell her, tell her that she must wear the best in the house. We are tired. <laughs> Panties with holes. Holes. It's like, I don't know what that, it is used for golf practice. Or <laughs> ventilation. Oh, so ventilation. Oh, thank you. So, so, I'm sorry. I, sorry. I, I apologize. Please, please. I, I'm sorry. Please, I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, I didn't know that. Where is he? Oh, it's for ventilation. Clap your hands for Jesus. Beautiful. Oh, then I'm going to advise my wife. I said, now you are free. I said, you can even cut holes. But she's, ah, I didn't know this. Oh, ventilation. Oh, I see. Stupid girl. (laughs) Ventilation. Oh, it's time for something new. I thought it's time for something new. I thought it's time for something new. I thought it's time for something new. Man, where's why where's something new? Your old camp 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 t-shirt. Be strong in the Lord. Camp t-shirt. Be strong in the Lord. You are a man. You are wearing be strong in the Lord. To sleep. 
camp t-shirt you are a useless man you must wear some, some something cotton something nice or 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 bedchested and and if it's bedchested then your 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 stomach should be flat not the pregnancy that we are now. yeah 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 I think I must end the service. We'll continue next week. No, I think I, I beg you. We'll, no, it's our church. It's our own church. Excitement. Excitement. Bring excitement. Let your wife feel that she's there's an exciting human being in the house. Even by how you dress and how you appear, just wow, is that my husband walking there? Wow, that's my man, baby. No, if you, and, and it's not just women who need to walk. A, a man also, I mean, you, you need to you know, like, carry yourself in a way. Can't you see how I walk when I'm preaching? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a way, it's a way, baby. It's a way, baby. It's a way. That's what man. Turn your Bible to James. James chapter 4. Um, uh, for James chapter 14. Yeah, yeah. Tell the nearest wife and her husband, change something about your life. Abba! You are starting jogging tomorrow. Clap your hands for Pastor Tycoon. <laughs> so we are starting jogging tomorrow. We need excitement. I mean. Abba. He fell on his neck. And kissed him. You know why you can't fall on your neck? When a man... When your husband falls on your neck, it's not just your neck is falling on. Your hair smells. The stew, oil, smoke. Kobe. So as he's falling on your neck with the intention of kissing, when he falls on ah, bah! Are you doing fumigation? I, fa- I sense excitement is coming even into our spiritual lives, into our ministries, into our, our churches, into our centers, into our cars. Receive excitement. Receive excitement. Receive excitement. It makes a difference. It's like oil. What is fried is different from what is boiled. The same fish. But boil it and fry it. The same plantain, but boil it and fry it. The same thing, boil and fry. There are different things. Today, this is how God wants to feel. He wants to bring out his best, his best robe, his best ring, his best shoes. If it, if it is in the evening that he will realize that, ah, but what else too? You know, when somebody is excited, he overdoes things. So it is in the evening that he's going to realize, ah, what did I give this foolish boy my ring? 
this, this boy has destroyed himself. He's rather wearing my ring. My son, who is whatever. You see, I want to inform you, ladies and gentlemen, that you can trigger a certain blessing from God that will be more than what you even deserve. In fact, it is later on that God will realize that he, he, he shouldn't have even given you that car. It was too much. Receive too much. Receive too much. When you bring a soul to God, he said, what? What did Francis just do? He said, what? Then Gabriel will tell God, Tycoon has brought a new guy. He said, what? What? There's a new guy in the church who is born again? And who brought him? Is that why the angels are screaming outside? Say, yes, there's rejoicing. Say, get up. Give him, give, give him heights. <laughs> give him heights. Bless him. Make him tall. Because he has everything already. He has a wife. He has got money, houses. So what does he need? Please, what do you need in life? Anointing, you have more. What do you, members you have? What do you need in life? Height. <laughs> Receive something you don't deserve. Receive a blessing. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Excitement, eh? It is caused by new things. New things. New things. New things. New t-shirts. New shoes. A new, a new perfume. I said, man, your wife, wow, this is beautiful. It's caused by new panties. New panties. Any panties that is more than six months must be decommissioned. <laughs> whether it is a ventilation panty or it is a, a whatever air conditioning panty, we need new. Receive power for new. Excited. And God is excited. He said, what should I do? I'll give you anything. When, when, when he was excited, he gave him if it, if it, you see, something the man had been keeping. I don't know for what. A cow that he was intentionally fattening without thinking twice. He said, kill it. May God release a blessing he is fattening somewhere because you are the one who triggered who triggered the saving of a soul. Yes. That's why I said a lot of things in your prayer book as a wife is a disgrace. Some things you shouldn't pray about them. At this stage, you shouldn't be praying about rope and ring and shoes and meat. At this stage, you pray about souls. You don't pray about physical things. When you see somebody's wife, a God's wife, God's wife, praying for set, praying for shoes, something unfortunate is happening because when you excite God, you don't ask. You don't ask. Even what He's keeping, let us eat. Now, you see, from compassion, we are now at excitement. Let us eat. Let's be excited. Let us eat. Let us dance. Let's dance, baby. Look at verse 24. Why should we dance? Because somebody who was dead 
at Azengano has been brought back to life in the Bread of Life Cathedral. A sister who was lost on drugs and on sex is now a shepherd in the Bread of Life Cathedral. And who caused that transformation? If it is you, you are going to be the object of God's benevolence. And they began. They began. If the father says, let's be married, you'll be married. They killed the cow. And then the brother came. The brother was surprised. Look at it. The next verse. Now, please, now, let's, let me show you something. The elder brother, elder son, was in the field. He wasn't stealing. He wasn't stealing. He wasn't not working. He was working. Field, back and forth, working. That's why the Bible says that there is more joy over 99 just. Look at it well. Luke 15, is it 10? Because it's all part of the law. This Luke 15 is the lost coin, the lost sheep, and the, 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 the lost son, the lost sheep, and the lost coin, SSC. Sheep, son, and coin. Yes. I say to you that there shall be joy in heaven over one bad boy who changes than 99 just people who are doing the right things. It's here, just persons. They're not smoking. They're not fornicating. They're not committing adultery. They're not lying. They are good Christians. But that does not bring a certain excitement. I'm not saying that you must fornicate. Oh. It's, it's important to be just. But you can add excitement to your justness. It's nice to be nice. But you must add excitement to your niceness. It's not enough. In church, look at me as I end. In church, it's not enough not to fornicate. It is not enough not to smoke. It's not enough to leave your Lebanese boyfriend. It's not enough. It's also important to do things that excite God. I'm praying that next week Sunday you will cause excitement in heaven by bringing somebody who is new into the church. Hi-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody who is new. And, you know, let me tell you this. When you cause excitement in God, did you know that, can I tell you something as we end? You want to hear something nice? One of the ways to be happy is to make your boss happy. It's a key. One of the ways to be excited is to excite your boss. Meet the, the targets. Go beyond it. He will call you alone and sit in the office and drink tea with you. You will be his darling boy. Yes. There are certain things you will never have until you have made your superior have it first. Oh, you don't, oh, oh, I should change the language. You don't understand English. Have you not been to school? There are some things you will never have until the person above you has it first. That's how to be happy at the place where you are working. 
you seek the happiness of the one above you, you will realize that it will trickle down to you powerfully. The excitement I'm talking about is not only excitement we give to God. When you give God this excitement, he, you also become exciting and excited. The one who does the winning of the soul also has excitement. It's not only the God who receives the soul. The one who does the winning. The Bible says the seventy, the seventy who went for soul winning, when they returned, they returned with joy. The 70. Do you remember the same joy is what we saw in Luke 15 verse 10 uh, verse 7 yeah there's also joy in the 70 who go to preach and then as they are coming back they 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 return find it for me please Luke 10 15 17 Luke 10, 17. The 70 returned with joy. And what did they say? The devils are subject. When you go out, the one of the causes... Please stand up and let's close. It's too much. Let's rise up. Next week I'll continue. The things are too much. Please stand to your feet and let's, let's stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands. It's enough for today. Lift your hands. Somebody here who is depressed. Soul winning will dissolve your depression. Lift your hands. And pray. And ask the Lord to touch your heart. To win a soul. Jesus. To win a soul. Yes. Kibarabama. Rimandarabaramush Erela. Oh, Reke Buranamama. To win a soul. Yes, Lord. Touch my heart. Pashila Baba. To be excited. Oh yes. To God. And have excitement yourself. The seventy they returned with joy. They returned with joy. They returned with joy. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your hands and ask the Lord, use me to touch somebody's life. Use me, Lord. Use me to minister. To minister life to someone. Use me. Look, I appreciate the gentlemen who are doing the video. I appreciate the kids. They know how much I love them. Anybody helping me? Communion. It, 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 it's a great help. I'm telling you. These things do not, they just, it's just some niceness. Singing, praise and worship. So nice things.
Learn to introduce excitement into your relationship with your husband who is God. Learn it. Like I'm saying in marriage, it's not enough to be nice. There are many people who have married who have never quarreled before. You won't believe it. You will not believe it. They have never quarreled. Like you are a fool, your mother, what is it? But you don't know what I'm saying. Look, there are people who have been married for 30 years, 25 years. There's, there has never been a shout. A shout. Like, ah, what is it? Rather, other shouts. It's not every marriage where there's quarreling. You may think that every marriage has quarrels. It is not enough not to quarrel. It is not enough to be nice to your husband. So those of you fighting there, you are deeper into uselessness. Even niceness is low. There must be a, make yourself exciting. What would church be like without a keyboardist? Think about it. Mm. What would church be like mm. without a singer mm. singing a nice melody? Mm. Imagine church without without McCaffrey. Mm. Mm. They are all around to make the church service nice. But we need more than niceness to get certain things from God. It's not enough to be nice. Make sure somebody who didn't know God. Jesus. When the person knows God, if you find something else which can make a father run, music they had never, they didn't even know the father had a CD player in the house. He brought things out of his wardrobe. Music. So when the elder brother came, it was music. He said, Ah, is it my house? Music here? This quiet house. Yes! Yes! Because a father is not only waiting for nice, bring yam and cocoa and moving up and down. He is expecting something. He's expecting something. He's expecting something. Until he has seen. Now he's excited. One of the causes of excitement is to get what you are expecting. The father was expecting his son. When he saw the son, he became excited. Lift your hands and pray again. It's not enough to sing in the choir. It's not enough. I'm telling you, believe me. One, it is a soul. A soul saved. That's why we go out. A soul saved. Pray right now. Open your mouth and pray and say, Lord, use me. Use me. Use me. Use me. Use me. To support. To support. To support somebody. Yes. Using your money to buy a keyboard for the church is different from using your money to send. 
a pastor to go and preach a gospel. Lift your hands and pray. God, let me be involved in evangelism. Involvement, 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 Lord. Involvement in evangelism. Pray. Yes. Some, something from me. Either my energy, my money, my whatever should be joined. Father, we thank you. We thank you. As we receive communion today, Jesus, I pray that we shall receive power. The power that wins us soul. And Lord, you've promised us that the same power to witness is the same power we use to tread upon the devils in our lives. So without witnessing, our, the devils, the serpents and the scorpions have a holiday, field day. You didn't hear me. I said the power in Acts 1a to witness is the same power you use to tread upon devils, serpents and scorpions. And over every power, I give you power. You shall receive power. The same power. And one who was sending them in Mark, he said, I also give you power. The same power is a power to tread upon serpent. Is it possible that there are some devils roaming freely in your life because there's no evangelism in your life? That's for me. I can I can trace directly certain levels of power in my life from the work on souls, saving on souls, crusades. I can tell you clearly. Yes. So I give you I give you power. Power. Go to verse 18. Verse 18. Yes. Satan fall from, uh, from heaven like lightning. 17. And the 70 returned. It's always those who went. The power they used to go and witness is a power that is giving them in verse 19 to tread over devils and serpents and scorpions. So if you are not into that lifestyle of saving souls, you are bereft of power to tread over the devils in your family. Who are forcing to take you back to let you end up the way your uncle ended up? But when you are, when you mingle your life with souls, you break that power. Lift your hands again and ask the Lord to make you exciting to Him. Yes, He knows you are nice. He knows you are nice. Oh yes, He knows you are nice. Oh how we are all nice. Yes, we dress nicely. Yes. we sing well. Look at the keyboard is playing. Nice. Nice service. Video man, audio sound. Nice. Ashes. Nice. Nice. We are polite. But you don't marry with politeness. Oh, yes. Hello. Thank you, Lord. Zinalo Ada. Agrigezo. Agrigezo. Agrigeza. Zinaloda. Perinamos. Aledegra. Senilemo. Baleadazadada. Thank you, Lord. This communion is going to release power. Father, sanctify this, this, this element Jesus. in Jesus' name. Everybody begin to pray. As we share the right now, begin to pray. We are about to take our meal. Meal. God releases power in two minutes. Pray. Everybody pray, Lord, use me. This communion is for people who want to be used by God. Used by God. Yes. Say, La Bosa. 
Father, it has hit us like a thunderbolt. We have now realized how badly we've hurt ourselves. Show us mercy. But let this food, like Elijah, let it carry us for 40 days. Energy, zeal, passion, and compassion. As we eat this, may we become one with you. The same burden you had for souls, give us that burden. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. The wine in your hand is your fuel. The life of the body is in the blood. Zelaboda This wine is bringing life and excitement. Anybody here who finds a Christian life boring, soul winning boring, this wine will energize you. New energy. New passion for souls. Lift it up. After drinking this, your fuel tank will be full. Full of calories of energy energy to move energy to speak to somebody about Christ and I want to inform you that energy and that power is what you will also use to step upon the scorpions in your life I don't know if you have got scorpions I have them I have them in my life I have them and the power to tread upon scorpions is given to those who are empowered to go. Thank you, Father, for power. As we drink this, give us power. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Drink it. Lift your hands and let's pray. So right now, you have received energy and power. Not just to witness, not just to win souls, but walk upon devils. Any devil disturbing your marriage, any devil disturbing your child, your, 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 your child, your son, your daughter, that power. To stamp that devil. Jesus. It's given to you. Lift your hands and talk to God and say, Lord, Lord, use me to touch a life. Use me to touch a life. Use me to touch a life. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord, to touch a life. Use me, Lord. Thank you. Use me, Lord, to touch a life. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord, to touch a life. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord, to touch a life. Use me, Lord. Use me. For power. 
empowerment. And empowerment. Yes. There is empowerment in soul winning. A soul winner is empowered. Yes. There's empowerment in soul winning. Yes. You will not believe it. Yes. You may think it is in drinking oil. But when you win a soul, when you work on souls, yes. You empower your life. Yes. Not only for the work of soul winning, Jesus. but to destroy the devils. Yes. Father, we thank you. Thank you. Jesus. I pray for everybody whose hands are lifted. For power against demons. Yes. Power to go. Yes. Give them boots. The boots. The boots. Yes. The boots of soldiers. Yes. Give them in their hands the weapons of war. Yes. To battle for souls of men. Yes. People are battling for oil. People are battling for diamonds. Jesus. Give these ones boots yes. and weapons yes. to battle for the souls of men. Yes. Give them weapons. I pray in the name of Jesus. Jesus. For what they don't have. Yes. Will to be given to them. Amen. Sponsor them. Yes, Lord. Your word says no man goes to war at his cost. Oh, yes. As we embark on this warfare. Jesus. Sponsor us. Yes. Equip us. Yes. Zanuleba Shetoribakota. Whatever followed you here remains here. It doesn't go home with you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And now increase the temperature in your sphere. Jesus. Any fly that has felt comfortable around you. I I I rack up the temperature of your life. The zeal and the fire for apostolic and Pentecostal soul winning. May that fire also heat up your sphere. Amen. Zaniko Taria Badasa. Receive it. Any devil that has felt free around you. This morning, I command it. Take his hands off you. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. For miracles. Yes. For healing. For healing. For restoration. For restoration. For blessings. For blessings. Clap your hands for Jesus. life to Christ. Somebody wants to know Jesus. Yes. There's nobody like Jesus Christ. There's no life like the Christian life. There's no kingdom like the kingdom of God. And today with my hand, I want to invite you. If you are here today, you want to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, please lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray for you right now. You want to receive? Yes. Lift your hand now. I want to pray for you now. I want to pray for you now. Lift your hand high, high, above your head. Above your head. I want to pray for you to receive. Lift, lift it well. well. I can't see you. Yeah. God bless you. And if your hand is up, come to me here right now. Come. I want to pray for you here to receive Jesus Christ. Come. If you raise your hand, come to me. Come. Come. One soul that's rejoicing in heaven 
There's excitement in heaven now over this guy than over all the nice shepherds and basenta leaders and singers. Clap hard. There are even two. It's worse now. The excitement is more. Keep clapping your hands and rejoice. What a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, is it three? Is it three? Is it four? Is it five? Clap. I'm praying for you. Lift your two hands and let me pray for you. Lift your two hands. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sins. I've come to you today. Please accept me. Please take me and wash me and make me pure. Make me new. Oh God, please touch my life. I pray in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.